You're listening to Behind the Desk, a student's podcast. Welcome back to another podcast all about my time in the studio as a student. So, at time of recording this and writing this, uh, I've been in the studio now for about three months, and to be honest, I feel pretty comfortable being in the studio. I know how to run a recording session, I know how to work the desk and troubleshoot if anything goes wrong. I know what plugins we have in Cubase and what we've got downloaded and what would sound good on certain projects. So I feel pretty comfortable recording stuff. And when I was asked to record or run a recording session for someone's EP, I rose to the challenge and did the best I could. And I have to say, it was a pretty fun project. But before I really get into it, I want to know what you guys have been working on at the moment. You can leave a comment down below or message me at Wellesley Media on Facebook. If you like what you hear today, then give us a like on whatever social media you find this on, whether that's Spotify, YouTube, Anchor FM, whatever it is, give us a like. I have no idea if that works, but let's give it a try. Anyway, back to the EP. So just to give you a little bit of history about what's going on. A kid called Ryan basically emailed the studio and was like, I want to record an EP. Um, He was a little hesitant because he did pay a lot of money, which is understandable. So we gave him some examples of what we'd worked on previously. And he liked it, so he came in. Now, when he came in, he said he wanted to record four songs, each with a slightly different style and feel to it. But most of them, or all four of the tracks, still had basically two elements. A piano, which he played, and vocals, which he sang. So, when he came in, basically I talked with him what he wanted to do and where he wanted to start. And he started with this song, which was basically piano and vocals. So we jumped straight into the session. Um, Basically, I told him to play the piano part and just play it on this MIDI keyboard, 88 keys MIDI keyboard. So that if he messed up or played a chord slightly weirdly, we could always go back later and just, just nudge it a little bit. Which happened a lot, FYI, you know. But I forgive him because he was amazing at piano, you know. He was playing lots of like seventh chords and adding embellishments everywhere. Like he knew what he was doing. And it was quite fascinating to just watch him play because he was just vibing to the song and he actually knew what he was doing. You could also tell he was enjoying playing, which always means a better performance, at least in my opinion, at least. So this first song, we recorded the piano, but Brian wanted to add a bit more background instruments to fill the space, essentially. His idea for the song was a really airy and spacious atmosphere, and then his vocals to sit on top and be all dreamy-like. Now, I helped him achieve this. Um, I added, or suggested, adding some string sections, some violas for more high-end sparkle, as well as a couple of cellos to give the track some more solid low-end as well. But it also had to fit his style of song. So, that's why I suggested the cellos, as they usually help with the low-end in orchestral pieces that are meant to sound loud and grand and stuff like that. And that's kind of what he wanted as well. He wanted loud, spacious, and grandeur. 
But the weirdest instrument he, we recorded, at least on the MIDI keyboard, was a banjo. You heard me right, a banjo. And basically, he gave me this reference track to listen to. And in this track was a sitar basically playing a piccolo rhythm. Like a pitta-patta-pitta-patta-pitta-patta-patta-patta. Like a pitta patta pitta patta pitta patta but a lot faster than that. But it was pushed really far back in the mix and drowned in reverb to be more of a texture rather than an instrument. So I tried to replicate this by looking through the Halion SE library of instruments. I found this banjo, tweaked the settings a little bit so it wasn't as harsh on the transients, as well as drowned it in a massive church reverb preset from Revenants, I think? Which is a really nice plugin by the way. And what I did was I faded the banjo in and out of the song. And if you looked at the automation, it would almost look like waves essentially. And it sounded like waves in the songs, where it slowly changed volume throughout the song, just rising and falling to the song itself. And that, added with all the other instruments and stuff, created a really cool sound. Like a really atmospheric and just like wavy, dreamy, smooth, loudness backing track essentially uh, for Ryan to sing on top of. And it was really fun to work on this particular track because it's not the sort of things I mix, but I really liked the process of getting to try different techniques. Anyway, the final part of this song was to record vocals. Now, this kid had a super smooth voice. It was like a, um, a singer-songwriter kind of voice, where it's just like, he's got some heart, he's got some soul into it. And the track we created matched his voice almost perfectly. Now, recording the vocals was standard business, you know, we used the broader phantom, recording the main vocals and just a few takes and job done. But the cool thing he suggested after everything was recorded, which I thought was a really clever idea, um, he wanted during the bridge or middle eight section to have vocals sound like thoughts running through your head. And I managed to get this effect by basically taking snippets of already recorded vocals from this track and then essentially layering them so they interrupted or basically flowed from one another. And then added some frequency bracketing, some really soft distortion and more reverb and infused it all together to create this like really weird effect of just like thoughts racing through your head so imagine like you're having like a voice just constantly talk or like several voices in your head talking to you that's kind of what the effect he wanted and it worked it had like a massive like it was like an overload of sound and the track basically built up in volume in this middle eight section it was like the big build-up part of the song and then once it was all over it was a sudden drop of just piano and vocals which really emphasised this like build-up part as well. In the end, this this sounded awesome, you know, it gave me goosebumps and all that. And it wasn't just the fact that it sounded amazing, thanks to the talented Ryan, of course, but I had brought the, his ideas to life, which helped him achieve his goal for the song. I was pretty proud of that track, not gonna lie, and Ryan really liked it as well. If you want to listen to the track, for the rest of Ryan's EP, I'll put a link down below to the actual EP if he's released it by now. Have a listen, it's 
really cool and I'm not just saying that because I recorded and mixed it. I think it was a really fun project to work on and that's just one song. I ended up recording four with him and each one had a different style and tone and identity to it which stopped the recording sessions from getting boring as well which was really nice. I might do another episode where I talk about another song on the EP but I think that's about all I can say today without running out of breath. Um, If you want to hear more about the session, comment down below or message me at Wellsy Media on Facebook. I'm always happy to talk to people if you have questions. So that's it from me today. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about the EP. It was fun to talk about. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year and I'll be back sometime in January. So until then, see you around.